bug knots and jawas out there this is mando talk i'm your host caleb keller and brother in the force brother in the flesh is with me on this week's episode jacob keller and this week we are focused on solo a star wars story we are two years into that film being released and we are going to discuss the main things that that movie left us with at the end how it connects to possibly other Star Wars things that we now have, specifically the Clone Wars. And since Make Solo 2 Happen was trending this week, we're going to talk about what a Solo 2 would look like or what we would want it to look like on this week's episode of Mando Talk. That is right, ladies and gentlemen, Jacob Keller is with me on this week's Mando Talk episode. What is up, brother? No, not much, man. <laughs> Here I am. Here I am. That's Dude, right. Another week. To That's talk. right. <laughs> another week to talk Star Wars. Yeah. Nolan's not here. I don't know what the deal is, man. He's <laughs> missed like the last two weeks. Yeah. Whatever, dude. I see how it is. We're going to get on to him. Yeah, next time we see him, we're going to have to say something. We're going to have to address this, this absence. Oh, well. <laughs> no, in all seriousness... <laughs> Um, there are consequences <laughs> for your actions. <laughs> In all seriousness, we can't wait to have Nolan back. Uh, we can't ha- wait to have, well, B.A. was on last week, but we can't wait mm-hmm. to have him and you and Nolan and me all together again. I know the last time yeah. we did it, we got a lot of feedback on Facebook, actually, the last time that all four of us were together. We did? Yeah, people were loving like the discussion and the fun that we were having when us four were together what's some of the stuff they had to say just that it was a great discussion and it was nice to have the the four of us back again oh yeah so yeah i mean the next time it happens it's gonna be awesome i guarantee you Mm -hmm. um but you're just gonna have to settle with the keller brothers this week hopefully (laughs) that's okay with you it's okay with me but one thing i think that you're entertaining enough Oh, thanks. I appreciate (laughs) that. (laughs) I hope so. (laughs) One thing, though, that I wanted to say, because last week me and B.A. completely dropped the ball on this. Again, because everything going on, I don't realize, like, what day of the week it is anymore or what kind of events are coming up, especially holidays. And we didn't even mention Memorial Day to our listeners. Mm -hmm. So hopefully everyone out there had a happy Memorial Day. Hopefully you did something to... Enjoy the day. Did you do anything on Memorial Day to celebrate? Um, that was Monday. Right, that no, was I Monday. Di- <laughs> 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 no, I didn't. I just stayed home and worked on some stuff at home. Yeah, I think that's all we did too. This is <laughs> the first time in a long time I haven't been on the lake for yeah. Memorial Day. But you know. I guess so, yeah. It is getting hot here in our home state of Tennessee. Uh, it was muggy today. It's been muggy all week. Um, But this ain't nothing. Yeah. This is just the start. It is just the it's start. It's in the 80s, so. <laughs> and we're going to get up to the 90s by next month, probably. Yeah, we got to get And at, uh, we'll probably hit 100 by July. <laughs> yeah, we got to get used to it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And I will, Yeah, because uh, I work outside all day. Yeah, but what are you gonna do? <laughs> yeah, me, I, I don't know. I guess I can keep golfing and mowing grass. Yeah, I mean, there we go. <laughs> yeah. But uh, for real though, whenever BA's here again, 
and like especially when it gets later in the summer months every time we have him on camera we got to do like oh, tan checks and yeah <laughs> yeah he's probably about he's as be, white as that door over there. he's gonna be glowing he's probably gonna be about the same shade as the walls yeah <laughs> <laughs> all right nolan ba we miss you hope you have yep. a good week hopefully we'll see you next week or maybe maybe not who knows our listeners miss you, so hopefully that entices you to come back. I miss you. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Star Wars news. We got nothing this week, really. Oh, but... <laughs> I was fixing to say, let's get into it. <laughs> I mean, we got one thing, but it's it's not really anything that we'll talk about here on Mando Talk for coming mm-hmm. weeks. It's just, it's something for kids. And I mean, it's going to be interesting to tune into for me. I'll probably watch it with my current schedule. Yeah. Uh, but... Jedi Temple Challenge. This is a series that Star Wars is putting out on the Star Wars Kids YouTube channel. Huh. I thought it was going to be like, for some reason I thought Temple Run when you said that. (laughs) You thought that people were going to be participating in a real life Temple Run? Something like that. (laughs) Or like there would be a Star Wars version of Temple Run. I mean, yeah, it could be that. (laughs) But anyway, Jedi Temple Challenge comes out on Star Wars Kids YouTube on June the 3rd. Um, Ahmed Best is the host. He is the actor for Jar Jar Binks. Hmm. And they released a trailer for it, and he's like all decked out in Jedi robes. Yeah. But he's he's obviously not dressed up as Jar Jar. It's just Ahmed Best. But great to see him back. In Star Wars. Yeah, that, um, that's cool. Regardless of what you think of Jar Jar Binks, the guy did what he had to do to please George Lucas, mm-hmm. so I tip my cap to that. Um, hmm. And as a kid, I enjoyed Jar Jar. <laughs> so, <laughs> Yeah, I did too. <laughs> Big goober fish. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, I'll check into this Jedi Temple Challenge, and honestly, for me, it reminded me, I don't know if you remember these things. I'm sure you do. Like, you remember those old Nickelodeon TV game shows? Yeah, where, yeah, yeah. Like, with all the slime and all the different mm-hmm. challenges and everything? That's kind of what it reminded me of. Okay, okay. Again, it's not anything for us to so sit down. Oh, welcome to Mando Talk. On this week's episode, we're breaking down <laughs> yeah. Jedi Temple Challenge. Yeah. <laughs> Week number one. Yeah, that won't happen. But <laughs> Okay. So are they going to have like a Star Wars trivia, and if you get it wrong, something happens? Well, I don't know. That's a good question. Like they're like doing physical tests, and they're oh. doing like cockpit tests, hmm. and like Jedi mind trick kind of tests. I don't hmm. know, man. It'll be interesting. Interesting. It'll be cool. They're breeding the next generation of Jedi. (laughs) Yeah, if I was a kid, I'd be tuning in. (laughs) So kids out there, parents listening, if you want to introduce your kid to Star Wars, it might be a good way to introduce them to it. Yeah, that's cool. I don't know how much prior knowledge of Star Wars you have to have as a child to get into it, but hey, anything anything helps. (laughs) That's it for Star Wars news. I mean, it was a pretty dry week. Uh, Hold up, you weren't here last week. No. Did you, okay, Cobb Vanth reported, or not necessarily Cobb Vanth, Timothy Oliphant, we talked about this last week, me and BA, we break it down, we had a bunch of fun with it, but I'm real quick just going to get Jacob's thoughts on this. Timothy Oliphant, I don't know if you know who that is, but he is the main actor for Justified, so you may have seen him in that role, I don't know if you have or not, probably not, anyway, no, he I always plays like this kind of sheriff kind of role, mm-hmm. uh, this western kind of role. And the report that we got last week was that he was spotted on set wearing Boba Fett armor, Hmm. which is complete, like, 
it's a curveball from the previous week when we got that Tamara Morrison was coming back yeah, as Boba yeah. Fett. Well, a lot, that has led to us here at Mando Talk and also a bunch of people on internet to speculate that he is going to be playing Cobb Vanth. Now, Cobb Vanth is this character that was introduced in an Aftermath series, uh, a novel series that mm-hmm. came out very quickly after Disney purchased Lucasfilm. It was a build-up for The Force Awakens. I believe there's three books. Haven't read them, but I'm one of those guys that once a novel comes out, I just Google search like the big things to take away from Yeah, them. yeah. Um, unless the book, I just absolutely want to read it. Uh, but this guy, apparently, Cobb Vanth, is a sheriff of this town in Tatooine called Freetown. Hmm. And he's a former slave. Mm-hmm. And in the book... It, they never confirmed that it's Boba Fett's Mandalorian armor that he has on, but he purchases Mandalorian armor from Jawas. All it says is Cobb Vanth gets some armor from the Jawas. It's Mandalorian. Now, hmm. obviously, the Jawas, we know from Episode 4, A New Hope, they get things, they sell them. They yeah, make profit. Yeah, yeah. They get junk, they sell it. Yeah. Could the Jawas have found Boba Fett's armor from the Sarlacc pit? They sped it out. The Sarlacc sped it out. And the Jawas come by. <laughs> Take the armor. Oh, we're going to make big, big big bucks from this <laughs> translation. <laughs> yeah. They take the armor. They sell it. Cobb Vant takes it. Huh. That's what a lot of the fans so are So Boba Fett is dead? Well, no. not No, no, no. So they're still saying Tamara Morrison in as Boba Fett is legit. Huh. So... That led me and B.A. to think that we're going to get this complete side mission where Boba Fett comes out of the Sarlacc pit, realizes that this dude, Cobb Vanth, has his armor on, and we're going to see like yeah. an old Western shootout, which I would love. What are your thoughts on all that? I know I just threw a bunch of stuff at you. <laughs> so did did Boba Fett get naked in the Sarlacc pit and get his armor on? I mean, I guess the Sarlacc <laughs> can digest clothing and armor quicker than the human body. And maybe it so coughed he, it out or pooed it out or something. <laughs> so he climbed out of there naked? Maybe just his <laughs> undergarments. I mean, I don't think they're going to show that. Jeez. <laughs> huh. But yeah, thoughts. Okay. Yeah, share your thoughts, and then I got some other things. Because we, we, again, on Facebook got a lot of feedback to me and B.A. talking about that. Have you thought about maybe he's like the stunt double? Well, see, or it's, is, it's just a big-time actor. his role is more specialized than that. Yeah, it's okay. a, a big-time actor. Hmm. So, but, hmm. okay, so let me share you, That's with you like what the fans think. Some fans think he could play Cad Bane because he's the perfect sheriff-looking guy. Blue guy from Clone Wars, Cad Bane. Oh, yeah. Yeah. They think he could play him. That'd but why be cool. would he be in that armor? Great question. <laughs> Great question. There was always feud between Cad Bane and... And I thought that Cad Bane died... They uh, didn't show it. ...before the Clone Wars was over. They didn't show it. Yeah. There was always that unfinished episode uh-huh. where Boba Fett shot uh, him down. Yeah, yeah. They had a shootout. it's not canon if it's not released. But they did release it, right? Only on not YouTube. finished. But is deleted <laughs> scenes for movies canon? No. No, I didn't think so. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, Cad Bane, that's a possibility that one person uh, commented 
I should have took note on the people that mentioned this. I apologize if you're listening and we talk about who you think it is. Uh, but Cad Bane was mentioned. Also, Bosk was men- mentioned. Hmm. I don't see, and my pushback to that one was, it's such a big time actor. I just don't see them covering up his face with alien yeah. uh, gear. Yeah. Uh, but who knows? I could be wrong. Or and making I would, his face blue right. or something. I, well, I could see Cad Bane. I mean, you could still be able to tell that it's Does him. Does he look like that? Not really, but, mm. you know, it's there's CGI and everything that could help. But, yeah, yeah in my mind, it's Cobb Vanth, or it's a completely new character mm. for me personally. But, yeah, I just wanted to hear your quick thoughts on that because that was really interesting. Whenever me and B.A. heard about that and we started talking about it, it's just a complete curveball that, honestly, I feel like is out there to make us... Because when Boba Fett news was broke, everyone was like, oh, we got season two figured out. <laughs> yeah. We know everything that's going to yeah. happen. Well, now that Cobb Vanth is thrown in here, whoever Timothy Oliphant's playing in Boba Fett's armor, mm-hmm. who knows? Because they're <laughs> saying it's not Boba Fett. They just have his armor. He just has his armor on. Yeah. Who knows, though? Who knows? Okay. Any other thoughts from you before we leave that and we get to our main discussion point this hmm. week? Well, you just got me thinking. That's like a whole... It's big time. Hmm. Possibilities. <laughs> There's a bunch of them in season two from all these reports that we're getting. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Where did that come from? That's old. Who knows? <laughs> the possibilities thing? Yeah. I don't know, man. No, that came from elementary school. <laughs> Sure, dude. <laughs> you don't remember that? No. <laughs> anyway, okay. This past week, we celebrated the second anniversary of Solo A Star Wars Story being released. I believe the first time that I saw it was in movie theater with you. Yeah. And I believe my wife was there with us as well. Now, first time we watched it, the wife was asking me a bunch of questions with stuff going on, especially there at the ending, because the casual fan thinks Darth Maul's dead after episode one. Yeah. Because they haven't seen Clone Wars. Mm-hmm. And man, was that a cliffhanger. But I just want to say real quick, before we get into, so what we want to do with this, we want to discuss the main things, because I know Jacob hasn't seen it in a while. I saw it last week. Uh, I we want to discuss the main things that we got from Solo A Star Wars Story, specifically like the ending pieces, because really that's what we need to discuss as far as a second Solo yeah, yeah. ever possibly being. Solo 2. Right. And then we're going to talk about what we would want or what we think a Solo 2 would look like. And then that's going to be our show for this week. But we're going to have some fun talking about this because personally... All right. Personally... And this is how I wanted to introduce this topic. Personally, I enjoyed the heck out of Solo. Um, is it the best Star Wars movie? By no means. No, it's not. Yeah. Um, but it goes back to that Western vibe that the Mandalorian yeah. knocked out of the park. And that was very A New Hope-like. Yeah. It is slower paced. Uh, but I... St- personally feel like that's the vibe of star wars and i know in today's theatrical experience it's got to be fast-paced action heavy mm-hmm. computer generated i just heavy, thought of something that, that ba would say what would he say he would well you said uh star wars is 
like slow paced is Star Wars thing, right? Yeah, it had some slow pace. Well, in there. I just thought that he would say, "Not if it's the sequels." <laughs> yeah, <laughs> he he's not a fan of the sequels, and he actually talked about that last week a little bit. I feel like every time we have him <laughs> yeah. on, he mentions it somehow. Yeah. <laughs> somehow he mentions that. But anyway, for real though, I mean, we get a train heist. You can't. Get yeah. more Western than that. Yeah. Uh, we see Solo with his finger unbuckle his <laughs> holster. His hol- I can't even holster? speak. Holster for his <laughs> rifle, his DL44, and the Kessel Run was super cool. Yeah. I mean, I enjoyed it. I I enjoyed the film. Was again, was it perfect? No, but Ron Howard delivered a good Star Wars movie. Yeah, I think so. So I just wanted to share those general thoughts, and I want to give you the floor to allow you to share your general thoughts, because I know it's been a while for you, but I want to hear what you have to say about that movie. Um, In general, like some of the things that I like about Solo is you get to see that much more of the Star Wars universe. Um, Yeah. You get to see Corellia. You get to see like this world. Yeah, yeah, where the Imperial uh, starships are built, right? Right, that is where they. Mm-hmm. Is that where they they're always built, or is that just where the parts come from and they build some of them there? I think that's where the parts come. They assemble the parts and then put yeah. them together up in the air. I think. Okay, I got you. Or I remember at the beginning of the film, you could see like the underbelly yeah, of one, yeah. and you could see that it was getting put together. And then later on, cool. you could see the ball thing that sits on the command tower. Yeah, 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 yeah. So that was really cool. Um, another part was just seeing. Like more of the underworld kind of part of Star Wars. Yeah. And seeing, yeah, just more of the Star Wars universe. Yeah. <laughs> and, okay, I will say this. Though. And the or like where where Han Solo came from right. and how he Chewy. met Chewie. Yeah, that was a big one. Mm-hmm. And even Beckett being like the mentor to Solo into getting into the life, basically. Yeah. Uh, and his introduction to Lando. Donald Glover, I felt like knocked Lando out of the park. Yeah, he, he, he did fit that role perfectly. <laughs> um, but one thing I did want to say negatively about Solo, I thought the way he got his last name was kind of lame. Hmm. He was enrolling into the Imperial Navy, yeah, and yeah. Uh, the cadet asks him, "What's your name?" Yeah, he yeah, says yeah. Han, and he's like, "I don't have the last name." And the guy gives him the Solo last name. I was like, uh, I thought it was cool. You think so? Yeah, yeah. Okay. <laughs> I did I think it was funny though. I really enjoyed this line whenever he says, "Oh, we'll have you flying in no time." Yeah. And then it cuts the scene and it shows Han flying through the air on ground battle. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I thought that was. Great. Oh, <laughs> have you seen the cut scene where the reason the why he scene? was ke- cut, the reason why he was kicked out of the Imperial yeah, Navy? Yeah, yeah. He was trying to like land. The Tie Fighter, or he, he was, was going on a route that wasn't the plan. Yeah, in he, order he to wasn't save, following orders. Yeah, in order to save someone. Yeah, something. and he was being a good guy. Yeah, and the Imperials were like, "We we don't have time to do that." Yeah, you like you stick to orders. Mm-hmm. That I believe that was the that was the scene that was supposed to come after he was enrolled. Yeah, and exactly. then they were gonna say, "Oh, you'll be flying in no time." Or er, or er, Han's like, "Well, when can I fly again?" And then the guy's like. You'll be flying in no time, and that showed him flying through the air. Oh yeah! So that was the original, Man. but then they cut that little bit out. I wish they had put that in there because yeah, I feel yeah. like it would have, you know, filled in a gap. Yeah, it's an interesting. I think of a lot of the deleted scenes. Because how would he know how to fly if he was, you know, 
Yeah, we don't see him flying aerial until he literally gets his hands. Well, we get uh, him on that freighter whenever they're trying to pull off that coaxium from the train. That's mm-hmm. his first time that we see him. So, yeah, it would have been cool to see him in that TIE yeah, fighter. Yeah, it would have. But I've yeah. always thought that, yeah. yeah. But other than that, you know, like, a good movie. A solid yeah. movie. Yeah, I I enjoyed it. And and we get to see more of, you know, that's where we got the whole Crimson Dawn thing. Yeah. And now that we've watched... Crimson Dawn. <laughs> yeah. Okay, let's talk about Crimson Dawn. Yeah? You ready for that? Yeah, let's do this. Let's do this. So... <laughs> Let's go ahead and talk about the main things that we get at the end of this film. That way we can just more fluidly talk about Crimson Dawn. Uh, the first one, there's not really much to talk about with it. Uh, but that's Han and Chewie win the Falcon from Lando. I don't know what planet they go to, but it's like this uh, beach. Like, like a tropical vacation. Yeah, there you go. And Lando, <laughs> I, I want Lando's outfit. In that last scene, <laughs> man, he looks so good. <laughs> Isn't it like a floral print yeah, shirt? Yeah, and he's got his cape on, of course. Uh, but they <laughs> they win the Falcon uh, from Lando playing Sabacc. Great scene. I'm just picturing you wearing that now. <laughs> I didn't know why you were eyeing me up and down. <laughs> but him, Han, and Chewie leave for Tatooine. Mm-hmm. And we know they're going to go start working for Jabba the Hutt and the Hutt cartel. That's where we are left off with them. Now, let's talk about Crimson Dawn. Kira. She has tricked Han into kind of just going away, uh, leaving her alone, letting her do her own thing. Han, Mm -hmm. you go do your own thing. Take care of Beckett. Take the coaxium. Well, actually, the coaxium is given to Infus Nest. Yeah. Which they're a branch of the Rebellion, which we're getting into completely. And then talk about that for a little bit, too. But... Once Kira is now, like, second in command of Crimson Dawn, she talks to Maul through hologram, informs her that Dryden Voss was murdered by Beckett when really he was mur- murdered by her. Mm-hmm. Um, but Maul knows that one man couldn't have done it alone. So there's a little bit of a tease that Maul kind of knows what went down. Yeah. Um, he knows. He does, I don't know if he knows that it's solo. But he knows somebody helped him. And you know, the, yeah, yeah. I see what, yeah. And then the next thing that Maul says to Kira is, meet me on Dathomir, and we're going to be working really close together from here on out to figure out what to do with Beckett and, quote, his accomplices. Which, again, that's Han Solo. Does he know yeah. that it's Han Solo? Who knows? But Crimson Dawn, uh, we see the necklace that Maul's got on. It's the same one that Kira had on throughout the entire film. Mm-hmm. Uh, Crimson Dawn, I guess in my mind, is going great until Dryden Voss gets killed. And I feel like from that point, at this in- at the end of Solo, is where Crimson Dawn starts to decline. You think so? I think so. Hmm. But let's talk about Crimson Dawn. When I first saw Solo... And they mentioned Crimson Dawn. I was completely lost because <laughs> yeah. this was a completely new crime syndicate that was created. Yeah, in my mind, I don't know if it was in a comic book before or not. Uh, but now that we it's have, like it was created purely for that movie, right? But now we have the final season of Clone Wars, yep. where Darth Maul. We literally see Darth Maul mention the creation of Crimson Dawn, mm-hmm. 
and we see and it kind of leads us all all the way through it. Yeah, and we see him communicating with the leaders of yep. Crimson Dawn of all the different like the Pikes. Uh, There's three main leaders. Yeah, yeah, and I don't remember Black Sun, the Pikes, right. and Dryden Voss. Right, and we we see Dryden Voss too. I thought that was a really cool connection for Clone Wars to do. It's just yeah. a little that little bit <laughs> yeah. connected Clone Wars and Crimson Dawn. And tied like a mini bow on it. I still feel like we could get a lot more. <laughs> yeah. We still could get a lot more with Crimson Dawn, but still, just Dryden Voss being placed in there perfectly. And Maul's like, I've, like, I've set this, I've set everything up now to where if we lose Mandalore, uh, Crimson Dawn's still going to be okay, basically. Mm-hmm. Uh, because at the end of Siege of Mandalore, we know that Maul has, at least in his mindset, a goal to get back to the leaders of Crimson Dawn to yeah. figure out what to do next. Yeah. And in my oh, own... Oh, he says that uh, we're going to prosper in this time of right. chaos. And in my own head canon, I'm telling myself, oh, he's going to see Dryden Voss. Yeah. For me. I We don't have confirmation of that, but that's what I think he did. And that's how it leads perfectly into Solo. Mm-hmm. Thoughts on, like, what Clone Wars did for you as far as Crimson Dawn goes and how you felt like Crimson Dawn looked in Solo and so on. What do you what do you think? It really what Clone Wars did for me in terms of Crimson Dawn is it really you know, it laid the foundation for how it all came to be. Right. It really tied it all together, you know, how does this group have so much power and why are they such big people in the underworld in Solo? Well, you see how much influence Maul has in right. the Clone Wars over these big syndicates. Mm-hmm. So much so that he creates a new one by right. forming, by bringing them together. Um, so that really explains, you know, like in Solo, they got all this bling, they got this fancy ship. You can tell, like, oh yeah, that Dryden ship was Voss really cool. is a, oh yeah. You can tell Dryden Voss is a serious character and you yeah. don't cross him and no. you don't really, you know, people like that got to have power to back up their threats. Right. Right. So, yeah, it really explains how much, why there's so much power behind Crimson Dawn. Yeah. Now, I will say this. My first time seeing Solo, throughout the film, whenever they, they kept referencing, like, Dryden Voss was like, oh, you know who I have to answer to. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. For me, I I kept thinking that it was Jabba. I don't know why, but the whole <laughs> yeah. film, because, you know, where Solo is in A New Hope, I'm like, okay, I guess Dryden Voss answers to Jabba. Does Jabba have this completely different syndicate called Crimson Dawn? Yeah. I mean, what's going on here? <laughs> and then at the end, we get the reveal of Darth Maul, and still, when I get that, I'm like, what's going on with that? <laughs> I go back and yeah. watch the Clone Wars again. I see that he creates... Uh, is it what is it that he calls it the first time he creates it? Shadow Collective. Shadow Collective. So I'm like, well, is that the same thing? Huh. But then finally, like you said, season seven, we get Crimson Dawn mm-hmm. perfectly connects, and it leaves me wanting more, more, yeah, yeah, <laughs> more about Crimson Dawn. So let's use that to transition into what we would want or think a solo two would look like. Hmm. So, I'm going to go ahead and get this started. All right. I'm, I feel really good about this. If it ever happens, I would love to see it, personally. And I'll, I'm just going to read what I have in those. Okay. I want to hear what you have to say. 
what I think would happen eventually. Now, if they plan on making a trilogy, I assume it would just happen in, in the third one, the last one. Hmm. Whatever the last sequel of Solo would be, if ever. But right now, we're just saying Solo 2. Yeah. So, in Solo 2, I believe that a battle, or I would want, I would want a battle between the Hut Cartel and Crimson Dawn to go down. This leads to the destruction of Crimson Dawn, the death of Kira, but Maul escapes, but he's wounded and defeated, and that's where we leave him because we see him in Star Wars Rebels, yep. the TV show. And he's kind of all loony. beaten up, <laughs> whiny, depressed. Really? Yeah. <laughs> it's been a while since I've seen that. It, me too, but that that's just how I remember it. Uh, and I know he tries to get Ezra to become like his apprentice, mm-hmm. uh, but yeah, he's... He's beaten when we see him again in Rebels. Yeah. So in my mind, what I think would happen, a big showdown between the Hut Cartel and Crimson Dawn goes down. Hmm. Because I guess the Huts see Crimson Dawn as a threat. Oh, yeah, they would. Absolutely. And they're a rival. And the Huts never even came into Crimson Dawn. Right. Like whenever Maul tried to oh, force right. them. That's right. Mm-hmm. That, I believe that was season five. Of yeah, Clone Wars, I think, think we so. watched those before uh-huh. the Siege of Mandalore. Um, yeah, I fr- is it Zero the Hut or one of the Huts? No, it's Jabba. It's okay. Jabba was around back then. Well, I know he was, but I didn't know if he was represented in that meeting. Yeah, he okay. was. Yeah. Okay. Well, there you go. There's already beef between them. So, what are your <laughs> thoughts on that? A battle between Crimson Dawn and the Hut Cartel, and that's what leads to Crimson Dawn's demise. That makes a lot of sense, man. And I never really thought of that. Because I'd always <laughs> I'd always assumed that the reason why Maul is in Rebels like that is just because he told Kira, Hey, I'm gonna go find more Sith power or whatever. Yeah. And he just went off and got lost. Right. <laughs> that's that's what I always assumed. But what you're talking about is so much more interesting and makes so much more sense. Yeah. Because, you know, you don't hear about Crimson Dawn. In the originals In the originals, nah. And um, so they're a powerful organization. You know, who else would take them down like that? Right. And the Huts would perfectly have beef with them. Yeah, and... For, you know, trespassing their territory in the market. And we know that in the, like you said, in the original trilogy, there's a big three. Obviously, the Empire Mm -hmm. is huge. Mm Mm-hmm. And but I don't they, know, you could like make an argument with who's more powerful, the Rebellion or the Huts. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I mean, you But those might are could, our big three in the originals. We have no clue about Crimson Dawn. Yeah, you might could argue that the Huts would rival the Empire. Really? I think so. Okay. I mean, yeah. just because of all their agents, you know, and like all their mercenaries and bounty hunters. Yeah, I can see that. So, yeah, I... If a solo two a sequel happens, I want to see that. I want to see a full on battle between those two. Obviously, in my mind, it would make sense for Crimson Dawn to get wiped out mm-hmm. in that situation. Mm-hmm. Do, Do you, you think... have anything that you would want to see? Because I got one more, and that's really it. Or actually, one more question. Huh. But do you have anything that you feel like from things that we talked about, where we got? where we were left off at the end of the of Solo, A Star Wars Story, that you feel like there's a story to be had with that. Yeah. Anything else? Or anything you want to add to my 
battle that I want to see. <laughs> <laughs> Avengers Endgame style battle between <laughs> these two. <laughs> Lord of the Ooh, Rings Boba style Fett. battle. <laughs> Boba Fett would have to be in there too. Yeah, he would. Uh-huh. So Solo and Boba Fett would be on the same team fighting yes. against Crimson Dawn. Yes. Whoa. That would be dope, man. That's yeah. what I want to see now. <laughs> right. But I do have one thing, though, to go against it. Well, the question that I have is, with the death of Kira, would it leave Han a little more scarred than we see him in the originals? Well, see, in my mind, the Solo that we see in a Solo a Star Wars story, he's not as hard as he is in the originals in my mind so to me i think something's got to go down Hmm. to make him a little more grumpy (laughs) you know what i mean yeah and at the end of solo yeah we see kira leave him but i don't feel like that's enough you know for him to go from where Hmm. he was to that place in the originals Okay. okay that's why i feel like those two aren't done and that's also one thing I I, I didn't want to say it, but I'll go ahead and say it. I feel like Han might have to be the one to kill Kira. Mm. And I know that's deep. Whoa. That's really hard. <laughs> and I don't know if Han would do that. Yeah. But I just feel like there's one more thing missing for him to go from like the happy Han that he is in Solo. Happy go lucky. Yeah. To when we see him in the cantina for the first time. In Whatever, world. kid. <laughs> <laughs> right, exactly. <laughs> I feel like there's one more thing missing, and it might yeah. not be as big and huge as him killing killing Kira. Hmm. Maybe he witnesses Kira's death yeah. or something along those had lines. some part to play in it. Right. Hmm. Now, I, I didn't want to go on record saying that, <laughs> but that's one thing that crossed through my head. Yeah. <laughs> wow. You should be. You should definitely be Star Wars um, writer. Hey, <laughs> that's a dream job, honestly. <laughs> so yeah, it sounds like we are both heavily in agreement that we want Hut Cartel versus Crimson Dawn. It we makes, would love to see it. <laughs> it makes perfect sense. Okay. Um, I don't think I even thought about that earlier. Yeah. Now we've mentioned. <laughs> For Solo 2, we've mentioned Hut Cartel, we've mentioned Crimson Dawn, and mm-hmm. how Han could possibly connect to it. Mm-hmm. But, here's the issue. <clears throat> Who's the leader of Crimson Dawn? Kira. Well, Maul. Maul. Ultimately. He's, he's a Force user. He's the leader in the shadows. And he's a Force user. Yeah. And we know in A New Hope that Han Solo says he's never seen any of that mumbo-jumbo. Hmm. So... That, like, it, it wouldn't make sense for me to have the Hut Cartel and Crimson Dawn to battle and Darth Maul not be there. Yeah. And Han Solo not be there. Especially if it's so so much to destroy the Crimson Dawn. Right. And I guess Han can't see him. I don't know. I just feel like that's one of the, one of the things that makes Solo 2 not possible because we keep talking like crimson dawn hut cartel like maybe that's a movie of itself Mm -hmm. but and then maybe when we're seeing that movie we could know in the back of our minds well han connects to this a little bit 
we just can't see him because we know that Han can't see Darth Maul or can he? I mean, hmm. I want to hear what you think about that. What if Darth Maul is caught up somewhere else and someone like Boba Fett goes to fight him along with others? And it's Kira and some of her posse fighting mm-hmm. against Han. Solo, yeah, Han and I people see that he's that. with. I could see that. I mean, yeah, that it can't be Solo too without Han being the main person. Oh yeah, nah. So I mean, <laughs> what? the idea of the battle is perfect. I'll just leave it to the professionals to figure out how to incorporate <laughs> Han Solo into it. Yeah. Anything else that you want to see? From a solo two, um, if ever we would get one, Jabba, that's a good yes. Like 100%. Han getting employed by Jabba, He's right? Like, hoo, 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 so like a direct like pickup. <laughs> so a direct pickup then from the first solo. Yeah. Okay. Pretty much. I would enjoy that. I would enjoy to see their first interaction. Mm-hmm. I would like to see little, Jabba's palace. Yeah. A little bit of Han working for Jabba. Yeah. Um, but then what would really start off the conflict? Who knows? That's a great question. <laughs> Maybe, well, it'd be the same kind of story what I was just thinking of. If Han's on a mission and Crimson Dawn comes in and gets it done instead of him. Oh, but yeah. Isn't, but my pushback to that it, that is, well, isn't that the same story as when Han and Beckett do the train heist and Emphis Ness come in and take it from them, basically? Or prevent him from doing it, which creates a war between Crimson Dawn and Infus Nest. <laughs> Except, I guess Crimson Dawn has dropped it. I don't know. Maybe who knows? Maybe, <laughs> but yeah, yeah. I I, I want to see a solo too, or somehow yeah, I want to see. I would like to see it too. I want to see that whole situation between Crimson Dawn and the Huts get resolved mm-hmm. because we know the that Crimson Dawn has to be wiped out somehow. And I don't really want it to be the Empire that does it because mm. I just feel like that's a well story I, that's I been told. I feel like that's something that the Empire doesn't really do. They don't it deal doesn't with. meddle with the underground. Yeah. Kind of lets them do their own thing just as long as... Well, you know, really it's Sidious. You know, he's like... Right. Let's them do their own thing as long as it benefits him. Right. So maybe Sidious could get involved with it. I don't know. Because mm. we know that he's got issues with Maul. Because Maul's always tearing yeah. stuff up. Yeah, yeah, He's yeah. He's always messing up with his vision. What if he finds out that Maul is still alive and he's operating Crimson Dawn? And that leads him to pursue the destruction. Yeah, of Crimson Dawn. He sends Death Troopers. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Death Troopers. I would love some more Death Trooper action. Yeah. What do you guys think? Inquisitors. <laughs> yeah, Ooh. there's a bunch. <laughs> All of our listeners, if you're watching on YouTube... Uh, if you saw our links on social media, Twitter, Facebook, or Instagram, at Mando Talk on all those, comment or reply to us on any of those platforms, YouTube especially. So check out our YouTube channel, check out the video for this podcast, and I will directly reply back to you. We will possibly talk about it on next week's episode of Mando Talk. Let us know what you want to see from a solo too. Do you want to see a solo too? And do you think there's a solo? Do you think there's a solo? Do you think there's a story to be had? for a solo two. Jacob, gracias for coming on this week. De nada. Stepping up. <laughs> Thank yeah. you for listening to all of our listeners, followers, supporters, fans. Uh, 
enjoy the summer that we're fixing to get because it's getting hot here mm-hmm. in Tennessee. Getting hot, hot, <laughs> hot. <laughs> Anything else you want to say? It's been a fun time. Absolutely. It was mm-hmm. fun talking about Solo. I hope what we do hear um, from somebody else. I'd like to hear if there is another take on yeah what could be possible with Solo 2. And exactly, because I think it's wide open, and we would love to hear from you, see what you have to say. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's all we have for this week on Mando Talk. So may the Force be with you, and we have spoken. Peace. Peace. <laughs>